Welcome, students, to Ghoulish University. Class is in session! <laughs> sitting right now. Okie dokie. Good evening, students, and welcome to today's class here at Ghoulish University, the podcast where we study everything that is Tales from the Crypt. I am your host, Headmistress Logan, and joining me tonight is our professor of astrology. It's Thon. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Oh, shit week. It's okay, though. Good stuff. Good stuff. What about you, sir? Yeah. Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah, well, um, uh, I think reports are telling me that our professor of PE, Naderade, is not having the same circumstances. What say you, Naderade? Yeah, I feel bad for you guys. I'm having a really good week. Good for you. I'm I'm so happy right now. I'm I'm it's a wonderful mood. You know, you always get the you always get the salty naderade every week. You're not gonna get that this week. You got this the sweet side of me. He's like, well, everyone else is having a bad time. Might as well just revel in it. That's why I'm in such a good mood. It's He's like, fuck everybody I else. <laughs> I believe that. 100%. All right. Well, now that we're done with our little vibe, um, I guess oh, we can get into um, other things. Sorry, my cat's making me nervous. Um, let's see. Is there anything else that we need to touch on before we get into this week's episode? I know we're kind of getting it quick, but I do have a bit of a long synopsis. So... Um, we can get right into it. Oh, wait for this. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, I don't know. I just, I was just vibing. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, this week we're talking about, uh, season three, episode eight, Isol kill ya. All right. Okay. Students, it's time to take your seats. I'm about to teach you a lesson. Um, have either of you boys seen this one before? I have not. I do have a question on the title, though, if we could get into that right away. See? Or Thon, well, Thon, have you, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I have not okay. seen it. Okay. So, there, easel, what does that mean? It didn't easel. have anything. An easel, like what they paint on. Like the stand that they put the... Oh, that's what it is. Okay. That's an easel. I'm like, there has to be something with it with painting, but I was not sure what it was. All right. Cool. So it's actually really funny that you asked that because my coworker yesterday held up like a little easel and she was like, Logan, what is this thing called? And I was like, oh, that's an easel. And she was like, oh, what? So it's actually really funny that there's two people now who are like, what is that? <laughs> um, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know what the name was for it. I just thought of it as like a canvas stand or whatever. So. I, I think, yeah, I, I'm sure that the most, old um, canvas stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys ever use the old canvas stand? Y'all got a canvas stand around here, you fucking simpletons? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like most simpletons might call it a canvas stand, but I, I prefer. Canvas stands in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a garage, it's a car hole. <laughs> Out in the car park. <laughs> Oh, we're in car hole. All right, well, first watch for all three of us. Um, and uh, I guess we can get right into this one. Uh, the episode opens up as Daddy Cryptkeeper is doing a little bit of uh, painting. He says, uh, of a, a live beating heart, by the way. He says, greetings, heart lovers. I don't know if live is the right wording. Greetings, heart lovers. Vincent Van Gogh here with another morbid masterpiece. Here to paint you in a little corner. Hee hee hee. Hmm. Something's not quite right. Ah, yes. And he stabs the heart with a knife. Now that's a still life. 
<laughs> Tonight's tale concerns a painter who's tired of people giving his work the brush. I call this pestilent port since the artist as a young mangler of the artist as a young mangler, Isokilia. We open as a woman, Ellen, critiques our artist Jack's work, even encouraging him to go back to drinking. It was fucked up. She tells him she won't give him a show until he gives her something good, but offers him a job at the gallery. He contemplates hitting her head over with a hammer, and um, later we see him telling the story to his class that, or not class, sorry, I guess his addiction group. <laughs> no, it's a class. <laughs> it's a class? No, you're no. right. It's a. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck it was. I was like, yeah. is, I, well, I wrote his therapist first, and then I realized there were people there. Um, it's a class on how to stop drinking. A class on how to stop killing people, I guess. Um, anyway, so he tells the class that he thought about hitting her over the head with the hammer, but he decided against it, and they all applaud for him. Good good job. Um, so a young woman. Killing that lady. <laughs> good for you. Um, so a young woman follows Jack out to his car afterwards and tells him to hurt himself. Um, her, is that Barry? Big doofus. Um, she's, he's too hard on himself. Um, and she offers to model for him to paint. Later at his apartment, Jack is still unable to find inspiration, even with this model in front of him. Sharon encourages him, encourages him and tells him... Never mind. What she tells him doesn't really matter. She'll be back tomorrow. Um, later, Jack is trying to paint, but can't focus with his downstairs neighbor playing very loud music. He tells him to turn it down, and the neighbor taunts him instead. He drops a flower pot on the neighbor's head and knocks him off the balcony, killing him. Rather than calling for help, Jack is suddenly inspired, and he takes photos of the dead man on the ground, painting him. Once he finishes, he thumbs through a book on postmodernism, reading about a controversial Holocaust exhibit that was bought by a collector named Mayflower. He contacts Mayflower and tells him that he has an addition. Jack tells him the painting, shows him the painting of the dead man. The collector tells Jack that the art he owns is missing the artist's touch, blah, blah, blah. Basically, he's like, wow, you have something special. And he gives them money for the painting. And he also says he wants another one. And he gives him a down payment for that, telling him that he's on the brink. Um, dun, dun, dun. What is it about crazy artists named Jack? <laughs> um, what do y'all think about this first little bit here? What was that? Yeah, what, what were you talking about crazy artists named Jack? I don't know. I'm just thinking about The Shining. All work and no he fun. He was a writer? Jack. <laughs> uh, artist, art, writing is art. <laughs> writing is art, bitch. That's a hard reach there, lady. <laughs> You don't can never mind. Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, creatives, is that a better word for you guys? Jeez. I mean Jack Jack's a common name and creative's a broad term, so <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did uh tossing a flower pot off and hitting him in his head and knocking the guy off? Uh, turn off the music. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> um, the music still be blaring? I don't. I don't get what happened there. Maybe he had it connected to his tape recorder. I don't know. <laughs> he was wearing reverse headphones that were plugged into the radio. I was gonna say maybe he had an iPod connected to it, but <laughs> I it was the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I got I got nothing for that one. Um, I guess it just um happened to work out for him, but or maybe Jack suddenly stopped hearing the music because he was just so inspired. Oh, um, see, I thought no, I I I I was listening for that because it caught my attention, and I, immediately I was like, well, how the music shut off. And then I thought, well, maybe it's like a, you know, that type of thing where you, you know, he doesn't hear anything, so you don't hear anything type of thing. But that wasn't the case. They, yeah, that they didn't play it off that way. You could it, still like, it wasn't like the sound. You could, was you could say, you could say the song finally ended. That was the end of the album when he when he finally got the camera out to take photos. Hmm. There was an undisclosed amount of time that passed. Yeah. Because that was a big blood pool 
coming out of his head once he started taking photos. Yeah, and it, it appears as though, like, one way that Jack prefers to paint with this is by, like, gathering blood from the victim. So I wonder if he, like, went downstairs real quick and, you know, scooped up some of the blood. Mm -hmm. And we just oh, didn't yeah. see that part. So what did we think of um, Jack's relationship with the lady, the AA meeting um, girlfriend? Did you buy it? Did you not buy it? I didn't buy it at all, and you're not supposed to date with an AA, so. Dude, that thought's me <laughs> in my mind, too. I'm like, I don't think you should be even talking to her outside of the whole meeting thing, but what do I know? I'm. <laughs> well, I mean that's um, not very funny. There's nothing. There's nothing funny about going to AA. There's nothing. No shame going to AA. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. You... I didn't buy the. Uh, I didn't buy the relationship though. No. <laughs> not for one fucking. <laughs> did it kind of did, did there though like the scenes of them in the uh, studio did that kind of remind you guys of the fly a little bit no but now that you uh, say it I can see that a little bit I, I can it, see it yeah it, it, granted like the love story you know in the fly it always comes back to the fly and Seth Brundle um, <laughs> I mean it's just um, kind of a big wide open loft so that, that, yeah. that's where, I think that's why yeah. I see the similar the studio apartment sort of deal. Yeah. And the chick has like wavy hair. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one thing, it's not a how it should have ended, but it, one thing that I thought that they were going to do or they thought would have been cool was and when he's telling the group about hitting her, hitting her with the hammer, mm -hmm. I was, I was thinking it was more like a, that's what his thoughts were, but in, He's telling it to AA like it's just a, like I almost had a drink, not I almost hit her in the head with a hammer type of thing. Oh. So like he's actually telling the story of about how he almost had a drink, but okay. he actually means I was thinking about hitting her in the head. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of like that. Um. So can we talk about how it's a little just? Well, actually, did. So, so he didn't kill Ellen, right? The lady from the gallery. He did not actually kill her. He just thought about no. it. No. Yep. No. Yep. Aren't you guys disappointed that she didn't actually end up dying? I, I thought was she was going too. to. I'm like, I'm, I, was, I was like, I hope this isn't a dream sequence because this is a hell of a way to start off an episode. Is Me a, too. A, a hammer to the head right away. That was pretty sweet, but it turned out to be just a thought in the sound. I'm like, Shoots, bummer. Damn. Yeah, I thought the same thing, and I, I, there was even a part of me that was like, "This is a drill, a dream sequence, a drill sequence. This is a dream sequence." But I have a feeling that she's gonna die again later anyway, and yeah, that never brought her character back. That never ended up happening. I know. I think the other problem though is that I, um, the beginning part where she's talking to him kind of reminded me of the new Candyman movie, um, oh, or the most sure, recent yeah. one. So, like, I was thinking that she was, in the, like, I guess I was just in that, like, mindset. So, I was like, we'll see her again. No, we never see her again. I was kind of bummed. I was like, damn. But at least we did get to see her die figuratively. Yeah. You know, she would have been a good character piece if they had brought her back in some way. But, yeah, it's well, unfortunate that they didn't. Especially because, like, we're, we kind of glossed over. I mean, I didn't necessarily fully gloss over it. She literally tries to tell this man who is a recovering addict to just go back to drinking. Like, yeah. she does not give a fuck about this man. She just wants him to make passionate art for her. It's literally, like, and they literally just gloss over that. It just, ugh, it's just so gross. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of that, for that painting he drew? Um, well, first off, what do you think of his paintings he does while he's sober? Fucking boring. <laughs> okay. I thought they were dog shit. It was, it was <laughs> There was a reason he was struggling. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys think of the painting then after the guy's death? I love that one. You didn't like it, Thon? No. 
It looked like the same other paintings that he was trying to do. Actually, I kind of dug it myself. I don't know. I, it wasn't. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what it reminded me of? I was like, damn, he should have just watched Ghost because it kind of looks like the the like shadow monsters like grabbing the guy. Yeah. So you notice the shadow behind the guy too. I I saw that as well. I'm like, that's a nice little touch mm. of the painting. Yeah, I really like that, and it kind of like it it puts you into like. It, it puts you a little bit into like the mind of of Jack, the writer or the painter, the painter. <laughs> I'm, gonna um, go back, I'm gonna go back to the opening sequence with the crypt keeper quick. I loved his outfits and the beating hearts and all of that. That was really that was really cool. And his puns are great. That was a good. That was a really good prop. Yeah. Okay, no more. Barry's like eating my whole dinner. <laughs> um, all right, um, are y'all ready to move on or is there anything else in this first segment we want to talk about? Thon's like, fuck this episode, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we cut to Jack trying to paint his next piece. Uh, he can't get Sharon out of his head and he sees her doing different, that doesn't matter. Um, he throws his canvas in frustration. And he, um, we also see that Jack has started drinking again, and he's empty. On his way out to get more, his landlord stops him and tells him that she has to lug all the dead neighbor's stuff downstairs, and he offers to help her. <laughs> Jack immediately fucking pushes her down the stairs. <laughs> I, I cackled. Oh, my God. She falls on a pair of gardening shears, and he takes more photos. He goes to collect her blood, and, oh, my God, she's not actually dead, and she grabs him. As they struggle, he continues to take another photo, and she dies. Later, we see Jack's finished product and his photos sitting out as Sharon knocks on the door. We find out he has been skipping group for the last few weeks, and his phone is off the hook. He tells her he has a big commission, and he also breaks it to her that he doesn't think he can finish her portrait because he doesn't have it in him. She tries to encourage him again, and he tells her to fuck off. He reveals her his latest painting to her, telling her she doesn't know him, and she says, yes, she does, and she kisses him, and then they have coitus. Um, I know. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. While they're fucking, Jack hears the collector in, his, in the back of his mind telling him to give in. Jack is about to bash Sharon's head in with an alarm clock, but she stops him. He tells her to wait for him there and leaves with his painting. He takes it to Mayflower and tells him that it's his last painting for him. Mayflower tells him that there's so much more for him. Um... And that he will pay him $100,000 for his next photo. Not next photo, his next painting. Um, and that's kind of where I didn't... I, my plot synopsis is actually shorter than I thought, so we don't have much more after this. Um, but I think this is a good spot because I want to talk about that second fucking kill. That was the fucking funniest shit ever. I saw it. It was so funny. It, 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 it was pretty telegraphed because she's like, I could slip and fall down these slippery stairs or whatever. And he's like... You need some help. And oh my God, they did not hesitate to just be like, she's flying down the stairs. It was fucking hilarious. I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> that was like prime editing right there for the com comic relief. <laughs> I, I actually, that part cracked me up. And the fact that she like wakes up strangles him and he grabs a fucking camera to take more photos i know <laughs> he's like <laughs> so that that i i that was actually pretty badass kind of like in a dark way because like yeah he's like oh fuck i'm gonna get this like she's screaming yep. in terror or whatever i'm gonna capture this and everything oh, it like, was so it was funny but yeah you're right it's very demented it, yeah i i i liked so far, I really like the, I think it's weird of me to say this, but like, I like the darkness of this episode. Like it's, it's fucked up because he finds like fucked up things in like, you know, little minuscule ways just around his fucking apartment. He's like, oh, my neighbor, I see something there. Oh, my dead landlady, I see something there. <laughs> and the second painting that he does, I think is fucking awesome too. That was really good. I like that. Uh, I like a lot. The, the colors on it. Yeah, he uses <laughs> that sound you hear is uh, Milo scratching himself on the mirror, <laughs> trying to fight with the cat in the mirror. 
<laughs> that was, I'm so glad I witnessed that. He was, was boxing himself. And he was <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yeah, now he's looking at it. No. Still, okay. yeah, I guess again. He's, he's like, fuck this guy. Oh, here he goes. There he goes. Round two. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Jesus. You should see the other guy. <laughs> um, well, while Milo enjoys uh, some one-on-one -on -one time with himself, um, I, I think the second painting was awesome. And um, now both the pits. Okay, sorry. Um, anyway, what, what about you guys? I, I really like the painting and I really like that this okay. I really like this uh rich character uh the rich guy character. Mayflower. Yeah, Mayflower. I really like I mean I don't like him, he's fucking psycho, but he's like a good character as the uh for he gives a good reason for uh the painter to keep doing all this demented shit. Like, it's all for the money, obviously, and everything, but... Yeah, he's a good character. He's kind of like the devil's advocate, almost. He got some fucked up paintings all over his walls. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> no, those are those are just pictures. Yeah, yeah, like photographs or whatever. Um, yeah, that guy's in the dark, some dark shit. Yeah, he had, like, no, mass, mass graves in there. I have no <laughs> doubt he has some torture rooms in his mansion as well. Well, that's the thing. This guy's a fucking pussy because he can't do the, the dirty work himself. Yeah. He wants to send other guys out to do it, and he does not care who dies in the process. Mm -hmm. In fact, he encourages murder without encouraging murder. Are we ready to move on? <laughs> uh, you want to talk about that sex scene? Uh, <laughs> I think we've touched on the sex scene enough. Um, oh, well, actually, okay, no, let's not. Um, let's not say that we have, because I do want to talk about the fact that he does straight up go to kill her during during their their sex scene, and she, instead of running out screaming then, is like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll wait. wait all day. I'll wait all day for him. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not just that, but, like, I like the little play in uh, the artist's mind where it's like, how he brings the rich guy into the bed, like is giving into the temptation almost of giving into murder. I kind of dug on that. Yeah, also, like, go ahead, like switch. Yeah, like switch to from her to him or whatever in his head. Yeah, that was a, that was a frightening transition there. I did not expect that to happen. Can you say that one more time? Or can you just bring me back to up the, speed? Uh, transition from him boning his girlfriend <laughs> to boning the, you know, the rich guy. There was, there was a moment where I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, no, he's just fucking imagining it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's that's why he went to strangle her. Because he thought... It was the was guy, yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah. Which, honestly, I am a little bummed that, uh, spoiler alert, uh, that fucking Mayflower doesn't get his comeuppance because I feel like at the end of the day, he's the real bad guy. Like, of course Jack is bad for doing the killing, but he wouldn't have killed the landlady or... Um, thunderstorm. He wouldn't have killed the landlady or, you know, the other guy later if it wasn't for Mayflower. Right. No, I... Th no. He would have killed the neighbor. He did kill the neighbor without the Mayflower. He didn't intend on killing. Did he? He didn't mean to kill the neighbor. Do y'all think he? Wait, definitely. Wait, which neighbor no, are you that's talking about? The 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 music neighbor. He didn't intend on killing him. No, that right. was an that's accident. What I mean, Mayflower had nothing to do with that. But right. because of that, no, he went to Mayflower. Are you talking about the landlady there, Logan? No, I was talking. No, I was talking about uh, the third person he kills later. That's not the neighbor. No, the later. Like, I'm talking about whenever he kills the surgeon in the next segment. He wouldn't yeah. have killed the landlady, and he wouldn't have killed the surgeon if it wasn't for Mayflower. Right. Yes. 
But he, he would have killed the neighbor, though. He would have killed the neighbor. <laughs> you think so? A, he did. Mayflower had nothing to do with he him did, yeah, killing he didn't the neighbor. Know who, he didn't know who Mayflower was until after he killed the guy, because then he was like, oh, no, look did. at my postmodernism book. No, he did, did because he bought art, because he used to buy art from him before. Oh... Uh, Okay, I didn't know that. That's, Wait, that's he, how he, he knew didn't... it. Because that, that's the whole thing that was the, the guy was sitting here going like, I know you have that dark side. I'm trying to bring that dark side out of you so you can bring me these paintings. That makes sense because I thought that was their first meeting. And I was like, damn, this guy really has a lot of faith in Jack. <laughs> but okay. if it's someone that they knew. Yeah. So that's why he knew to go to take that painting to him. Right. So. Yeah. But he didn't have any influence on killing the neighbor. He still just straight up killed the neighbor. It was just when he killed the neighbor, he, he didn't got killed the neighbor. He bumped into the uh, uh, flower pot, and the flower pot fell on the neighbor's head, knocking the neighbor down the uh, into the alleyway. I thought he kind of chucked the flower pot down. No, he his chest like he was bending over the rail, and his chest hit the flower pot. Flower pot hitting the I guy's thought he head. Kinda, I thought he, I kinda, I thought he kind of chucked and pushed the flower pot at it. I like threw it. I'm at pretty sure him. he just bumped into the flower pot on accident. Um, so that's why I'm saying he didn't. That's why I'm saying he didn't kill the neighbor on purpose. I was just taking it as he has these fantasies of killing people. He ha clearly has anger issues. Yeah. He has this dark side or whatever from the past. Okay. Don, do you want to proceed on your thoughts? Because I was I have actually... no idea where I was at. <laughs> God damn it! I don't know where Take... it stopped. I don't know where it stopped. I don't know. Okay, so it stopped right around. We were talking about um... flower pot killing. Flower pot killing. Well, we were talking about how the flower pot kill would have happened regardless if he had talked to Mayflower or not. Um, so, um, so honestly, we can kind of just, um, do y'all want to just start getting into the third section here? Yeah, might as well. All right. All right. All right. Um, hey there folks. So, uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty here. There's a storm in the area, so my internet went out, but we are going to just join y'all back. We're going to do the third section and then we're just going to keep going. Um, so meanwhile, Sharon waits back for Jack at the apartment and discovers his blood jar and his murder photos. Uh, Jack walks in and takes the photos from her. That was kind of a jump scare. <laughs> and she runs away. Jack follows her, and she runs into the street, immediately being run over by a taxi. They tell her that she might not survive the night, but the best neurosurgeon is right on his way, and um, the only problem is, is that she doesn't have insurance, and the surgery is very expensive. Jack tells him that he will get the money, and he leaves, killing the first man he sees in the parking lot. This can only end well for Jack. <laughs> He makes, he makes a painting for Mayflower and takes a check back to the hospital. The doctor informs Jack that that won't be necessary because the doctor who could have saved Sharon's life was murdered hours ago by a maniac in the parking lot. Jack watches them cover Sharon's body and a detective approaches him holding a bloody paintbrush and says, I understand you're an artist. And then um, the, he looks into the room and we see the blinds close and then we're back in the crypt. Well... Sharon's croaking is sure to leave a very bad taste on Jack's palate. What a shame she turned into such a Mona Lisa. <laughs> you know, kitties, some artists prefer watercolors, some prefer oils, but me, I prefer finger painting. <laughs> and um, what, uh, what I didn't mention, though, is that Daddy Crypt Keeper is painting with literal fingers on sticks. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, I, I did love that little part there, the finger painting. Uh huh. I thought that was cute. Um, so y'all knew that that was the doctor immediately, right? Yes. It was the most <laughs> telegraphed thing in all of history. Okay. Okay. I was hoping I wasn't the only one who knew that. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> like he sees he was... it in the parking lot and I was like, oh, there's the doctor. Yeah. And when he was hitting him, I'm like, why are you hitting the doctor? I'm like, for whatever reason, my mind just was like, it's instantly the doctor. Yeah. Also, oh, sorry, Thon. I was just going to say, that guy's dumber than, what was it, dumber than Paul? Is that the one that you you hate? 
he was a complete normal fine guy, but he was just so stupid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the chick's the chick's husband. With uh, yeah, with um, desk. Oh. Yeah, with desk. Desk. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> this guy is dumber than that. Hands fucking down. I can see that. Yeah. Paul's Paul's still an idiot. Though. Jack is dumber. <laughs> He's pretty. Funny. Yeah. Oh my god, he left the paintbrush at the scene of the crime. Too. He left the fucking paintbrush at the didn't don't you need that? <laughs> Dude, okay, first off, okay, yeah, he left that, but the uh, what's what's the rich guy's name? Mayflower. Mayflower. Why did he buy that painting? That was garbage, it was blood. They're all garbage. <laughs> okay, his first two deaths were not garbage. The third one, though, was garbage. Literally garbage. He pulled out a cardboard box from a garbage can and just smeared blood and brains all over it. Thon, do you have taste? <laughs> um, well, I, I guess I must have missed something. Did they show the third painting? Kind of. It was in the dark, but I remember it was on a cardboard box. And it it was. Like it was. It just smeared, like, his blood and brains and stuff on the cardboard. And Mayflower is obsessed. Yeah. Well, you gotta admit, it is kind of funny in retrospect because the neurosurgeon's brains are splattered on the cardboard. The neurosurgeon. Yeah, we got the brains. <laughs> just keep repeating it and it gets funnier every time. That's how it works. I it was as repeating. obvious as the fact that that was the doctor. <laughs> the neurosurgeon brain. The neurosurgeon. Um, yeah, I, I will admit that was kind of a like really like dumbass move. There was there was a split second whenever the doctor in the hospital room was like the best neurosurgeon in the city is on his way right now. Um, where I was like, what if Mayflower's the neurosurgeon? <laughs> oh, that would have been a cool little twist. Yeah, and then in order to inspire Jack, instead of saving Sharon, he gives him more inspiration. Yeah, let's um, draw this. Another, another uh, fucking. Probably like one of your dead girls. <laughs> <laughs> another, another. How it should have ended. I had in mind was that fucking Jack, instead of killing someone else, goes and kills Mayflower, and then eventually is caught by the police because a man with that much money being murdered. Is gonna get caught. Why would he kill the guy that's feeding him money? Then he has his money. Because, well, I mean, also, like, he very clearly states to Mayflower that he's done after the second one. Like, he doesn't want in it anymore. And Mayflower, kind of similar to the lady who's trying to, like, buy it, give him a show or whatever, he keeps encouraging him to just, like, do bad things for himself. Mm -hmm. And he yeah. keeps, he keeps, you know, falling for it, unfortunately, at the cost of many lives <laughs> can can we can we talk about the fact that that's not how you pay doctors like that's not how any of that works what's the check that's made for I'm, him yeah i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna get your money it seems like he's a bookie or something i'll get you your money and then he runs out and comes back with a check like here here here's the money do the operation it's like it's not a store you don't like pay him up front also <laughs> whenever it comes also like they're not going to demand money up front. They're just telling them, hey, it's going to be fucking expensive, right? Like, whenever it comes to so saving someone's life, they'll, they'll also, put you on a payment plan with interest. <laughs> also, that doctor had no bedside manner. Fuck no. <laughs> She's right there. <laughs> he was a dick. Why is Sharon staying at the apartment after Jack almost killed her after coitus? Here's my. Uh, she loves him. She loves him. So here's my thing. Another how it should have ended. Another one that I had in mind. Whenever he shows her the painting and he's like, "You don't know me," and he shows her the painting of the landlady, and she's like, "Yes, I do." And then she starts kissing him. I was expecting like a little Bonnie and Clyde situation. So oh, I was. Cool. I was down for that. I was down for everything except for the ending that we got. Yeah. Uh how did you not, out of all of your uh, fan fictions that you've made, how did you not put Mayflower and Jack together at the end and have them 
have them be a little happy. You saw me get excited whenever he saw him in bed. He was, he, whenever they were, you know, whenever he was like thinking of Mayflower while he was with Sharon. Uh Um, Logan's favorite sex scene. I got excited. (laughs) No, you know, I don't like sex scenes, period. I don't care who's having sex. (laughs) Except for this one. Except this. (laughs) No. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, there was a point where I was like, I don't even have to write the gay fan fiction. <laughs> they wrote it for me. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a little nice Bonnie and Clyde story right there is Mayflower and Jack hitting it off and then sword fighting. <laughs> sword fighting. I see it. I see it as more, uh, uh, Mayflower just kind of like buys Jack. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack is his hooker. Jack's his little, yeah, his little sex slave. <laughs> um, yeah, but so I basically, I thought of other ways that I wish that this would have ended and I was, I was really bummed. There was another, another thing I thought they were going to do, which I don't know why they would have done it this way, but Whenever they start covering Sharon up and you see the detective come up to him, I was like, what if Sharon's not really dead? And they just said that to, like, you know, get Jack to, which getting Jack to commit another murder would be kind of fucked up. But I was like, what if she's in on it or whatever? That wasn't the case. And that would have been terrible. (laughs) There was one little thing that I really liked. And that was at the very end after the detective talked to Jack. It, they were zooming in on Jack and like the blinds were closing in on him. I mm-hmm. kind of like that little uh, cut scene right there. That was kind of cool. I wish they would have had um, vertical blinds instead of horizontal blinds. So it looks like bars coming across when the Ooh. blinds are closing. It looks like bars and then it closes up. Yeah. That's cool. That's a, if it's going to be, the rest of the episode is going to be like that. The ending should be like it too. <laughs> Cheesy. Cheesy. <laughs> I so with this episode, this episode kind of reminded me of Nightcrawler a little bit. The one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah, uh, that 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 one's on my list. Yeah. I could see I could see like uh yeah. I could see similarities. Decent movie. Mm-hmm. Um I need to check that one out. Um, anything else about this episode, y'all? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, fine. Why don't you go ahead and grade this one? Um, okay. Uh, C minus. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was, um, there was some other things that I thought I would have been more interested in. Like if they explain that if they went more into like his darker past and how Mayflower knows him and encourages him and how like the art lady knows that and encourages him like to kind of get a little bit more backstory there on on clearing that up and kind of make it uh, make the story of of him like mayflower actually pushing him into that stuff more and like how he knows that or whatever i don't know a little bit more of that backstory or and or in the sharon jack relationship um like there's a there's like one line in there where he's like, well, you're not supposed to have, like, be addicted to like chaotic uh, relationships or whatever he says. Or obsessive there. or obsessive relationships. Obsessive relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could have easily that could have been the reason why she stayed, even though he tried to hurt her. Or mm-hmm. hurt her there was because she is in that. But if they 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 only had that one line to say that, they should have kind of leaned into that more a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that would have been cool, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did not really care for this episode. <laughs> There's a few things that bump it up above. I was I was originally thinking like a D or a D plus. There's a couple of things that, as we were talking about, it, I kind of bumped it up to a to a C minus. So, so C minus. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Nate, what are you thinking? I'm going to give it a B minus. I like this episode. It kind of 
for me, it felt like like a character piece almost. Like you're seeing this character going. He went from one addiction, trying to break free from it, and in a way, he kind of falls into a different, harder uh, addiction almost. Uh, so I kind of like that. Like I said, it kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of Nightcrawler. It almost kind of remind me a little bit of Taxi Driver a little bit. Just kind of a messed up character you're following along with. I kind of dug that about it. You don't get that very often. I thought they did. It did a decent job. Uh, nothing great. But, I mean, with the short, limited time, yeah, they did well. Yeah, I wish they would have built off on more stuff, uh, you know, with, like, uh, the art gallery gal or maybe Mayflower or something. But, unfortunately, they didn't. The, uh, yeah, the fin- the ending was not good. The whole certain neurosurgeon thing was very telegraphed and yeah that yeah that was unfortunate but i i still like this as a like a character study piece almost which i kind of dug on i b minus i think they yeah they could have leaned into that more like you're talking about he could have been like a nightcrawler or taxi driver type of type of vibe they could have leaned into that more and made him more like more into because he had a lot of like how like um almost like a serial killer that's trying to hide or trying to recover or something like that where yeah where because he was so calm like when he was like when he goes down to take pictures and she jumps up and strangle him he was like so calm and he was like Mm -hmm. okay let me grab my camera i'm still okay let me take pictures i I wish that was really they could have really leaned into that yeah i agree i wish they did lead into that more uh, that's where, like I said, the end- ending does not land for me very much. So, but I'm still going to go with the B minus. Um, so similarly with you guys, um, the ending did not land. There are obviously like, there are just many different ways they could have gone and they chose, uh, not the right one. Um, I I think that I really wanted to like this episode more than I did. Um, I mentioned this last week because George Wentz, I think that was his name, right? The 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 guy from last week, not George. Is it the one who was on the mass sing? George Wentz is the Wendt. guy from last week. He was yeah. the the creepy boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we I brought this up last week because he Thor. was in because he was in Bliss. Um, which is a movie I think I told you guys about a cocaine vampire, but she's a struggling painter who is like recovering from addiction. And then while she's trying to get inspiration for her work, she gets back into her cocaine addiction. And then that's kind of whenever, you know, the horror stuff. So this episode like was basically just bliss, but bliss was way better than this. Um, all that to say, I think I'm going to give this one a C. Um, I think I really liked parts of it. God, when he is like, do you want some help? And then it just immediately cuts to her being knocked down the stairs. That (laughs) shit, I, guys, that was like a highlight of this shit-ass week. So I loved that. Um, I I thought, you know, they were doing a little love story. They were trying to at least. But this is a love story that honestly I was kind of like, I don't know if I, it it just, I don't know. It, It didn't work for me as much. Anyway, it was uh, it was lack of a zombie. It was no no Sally and Donald from last week. That's for sure. (laughs) Hell no. Um, Get you the nice little secretary lady. (laughs) Um, All that to say, yeah, it's a C from me. And I think that's going to make our average a C because Thawne gave it a C minus, B minus, C, C, C. All right. Are y'all ready to move into data astrology? Yeah. I know I am. <laughs> Starlight, Starlight, the first stars in tonight. All right. Um, each week, our professor of astrology, Thon, will look to the stars and tell us about the past of the stars from this week's episode and what they might be up to now. Thon, take it away. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple people in this episode we can talk about. There's a couple that really didn't do much of anything. Like, um, uh, what's her name? Sandra? Sharon. Ellen? Sharon. 
Sharon, Sharon! is the Sharon, the love interest. Yeah, yeah, she was basically not in anything else. Oh, did you, damn. Do you? Well, I mean, did you see? Not necessarily why, but she died at like age forty-six of a brain tumor. Hmm. I did not. It's pretty sad. It was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty sad. I. The only reason I noticed that was because I looked at her IMDb page and I saw like she. I, I saw that she died in two thousand nine. I was like, "Damn, she's young." Um, two thousand nine. Yeah, she okay. died at well, age forty six. Well, then, so. yeah. Well, she probably she stopped acting well before that. Then. Oh yeah. Maybe if Jack. I wonder why. A neurosurgeon. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Nick. That was a good oh. one. Come on. I like it. I like it. May um, she rest in peace. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the landlady um, was uh, Nancy Fish. Uh, she's in a few other things. Um, she was also a landlady in The Mask with Jim Carrey. Hey, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Peenman. <laughs> Mrs. Peenman. <laughs> That's a childhood fave. Um, another childhood fave, uh, Howard the Duck. She was the the homeless bag lady in Howard the Duck. Yeah. I've uh, never seen it. I haven't oh, seen that one either. Oh, man, it's so bad. got to watch Did it. You, uh, oh, what's his name? The director for the Lord of George the Rings Lucas. movie? George Lucas. No, George Lucas. Oh, so Star Wars. Movies? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I was thinking, what's his name? from The director from Lord of the Rings had something to do with it, too. Peter Jackson? Yeah. But, yeah, you might be right. George Lucas, then. Oh, I know I'm, it's George Lucas. I'm, I'm getting my <laughs> fantasies across mixed yeah so. yeah um she was also in beethoven oh. child childhood movies and uh disney death channel becomes, movies not not childhood movie but death becomes her uh also Ooh. oh nice and exorcist three it's not in the file yeah good for her She's, good for her <laughs> um who else we got? Uh, Mayflower. Did you recognize oh. Mayflower? I want. Yes. I, I thought I did. Possibly. Can, can I guess one? You can guess one. Okay. Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, Will, William Atherton. Uh, he was Peck in Ghostbusters. That's right. That's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> Classic film line Jesus there. <laughs> I I need to watch Ghostbusters more often. I need to hit that one up. I'm excited to hear more on this guy because I know I've seen him on lots of other shit too. Die Hard and Die Hard Two. Die Hard. What was he in Die Hard? Thornburg. I don't remember him in Die Hard. He's in Die Hard and Die Hard Two. Thor Thornburg. I had spent a while since I've seen Die Hard too, but hmm. um, he was also in a couple episodes of uh, the Twilight Zone. Okay. And uh, the Outer Limits. And huh. I, you know, always want to shout out the Outer Limits. Another, you know, both of those actually anthology series, horror kind of creepy anthology series. I like Outer Limits a lot, though. Not a lot mm -hmm. of people uh, talk about it. Though. Um, and then one other uh, one to throw out there that he was in. Uh, especially for today, uh, workaholics. Hey! <laughs> he was, he was uh, Anders' dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that episode, episode. too. Um, the uh, the director of this one, um, John Harrison, uh, he's a he hasn't directed a ton, but he's dire he directed a bunch of episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. Mm. And uh, the movie Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, and then you directed the whole movie, or like yeah, the yeah. Oh, the whole movie. Nice. Well, he's got a credit for it, so I don't know if. It's the okay, movie. so it's one of I the. I think it is. Skits. <clears throat> I think it is. I don't know. It could be the whole thing. Hmm. Um, and he's also doing the note, the new creep show. Hey. Oh, cool. He he did, he has like, he's like six episodes of the new creep creep show series. Damn. <clears throat> He's, so. keeping it, he's keeping it in the horror anthologies. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then Jack, our uh, our guy Tim Roth. Gotta Tim, Roth. Tim Roth. Gotta love Tim yeah. Roth. Logan, where do you know him from? Funny Games. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not proud of that, but... I know. I I've yeah. Um, in fact, I I was like. I was so excited that I texted Diego. I was like, babe, guess who's in this week's episode? And then I was like, it's a horror movie that I really don't like, but you do. <laughs> wow. I, did, I would not have guessed you guessing funny games. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, wait till the boys hear this one. <laughs> Nader, do you got one? Reservoir Dogs. Of course. Reservoir Dogs. Um, he was in a few... Uh, Tarantino movies. He was in Pulp Fiction and, and uh, The Hateful Eight also. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight? Yeah. Um, he's also in a series called Lie to Me that was on. Oh! Yep. That concept looks so cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, oh, you, you said Reservoir Dogs, right? Yeah, we haven't talked about uh, Resurrection also. Resurrection. It's on Shutter. It was with, oh the um, Rebecca Hall movie. Rebecca Hall. Okay. And he's the he's the guy that like gaslights her and. I haven't watched. Ooh. Oh, I really need to really, get that one up. It's it's effed up. <laughs> yeah. You recommend it? Oh yeah. I recommend it. I liked it, uh, but right. it is a it is a psychological fuckery that mm. <laughs> it's pretty sick. I am aroused. I know. <laughs> I know our friend Brandon like heavily uh, recommended it to me earlier at the end of last year, I think, and I I never got around to it, but I really want to hit that one up. Yeah, um, possible trigger warning for emotional and psychological abuse. So that's honestly the biggest draw for me. I think the catharsis will be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then uh, he's a Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. He's been uh-huh. in a bunch of recent Marvel stuff. He's uh, Emil Blonsky, Abomination. He's in the Hulk, um, and most recently in uh, She-Hulk, and Shang-Chi for a minute. Shang-Chi. Right. Yeah. Dude, you could not fucking pay me to watch that new She-Hulk series. Like, I used to be on the Marvel train, and then I don't know what it is, but, like, She-Hulk is just one that I was like, ugh. No I liked it. Oh, liked you it. you watched it? You thought it was good? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Would hmm. you recommend? I'm, I watch all the Marvel stuff. So well, I mean. Daredevil's in it too, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I might be changing my mind. I might be changing my mind. But I, I still have no interest in watching it. <laughs> well, it doesn't have CGI. any interest in watching you either. So oh, that's fine. Got him. <laughs> All right, sorry, Thon. We're stepping into your segment. No, that's all I got. That was it. All you got. I was really excited to see Tim Roth in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. I was not expecting that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It was. Um, yeah, you pop for that, huh? <laughs> yeah. The um, Tim Roth. Is that I, his legit accent in uh, this episode? Is he English? No. Or, no. Oh, Is British. Oh. No, he's not American. Sorry. I did he have an accent in this one? Yeah. He didn't talk much. Yeah, I didn't notice I, one. I didn't I didn't really pick up one. He may have been using his real accent, but I, I saw like a, a thing about him that said something like he is often mistaken for an American actor because his accents are so good. Mm-hmm. But I think he yeah. I, I guess he's British. Yeah, English. Boy, can English. I get some grapes? He talks from, like he's from London. It's <laughs> not like you're from London. Damn, now I want to watch The Prestige with all these accents. <laughs> I just love The Prestige. Anyway, now we're getting off topic. I'm getting off topic. Um, oh, go to the pub. You got a would you rather for us, Nate? Oh, I got a would you rather. Well, class, which would you rather do? All right. 
Would you rather? Would you rather, wankers? <laughs> Whoa, you hobnockers! <laughs> <laughs> I could do that accent all day. No, you couldn't. <laughs> okay. You're <lit> oh, shot. <laughs> Alright, kids, this is a game of Would You Rather where I give these fine folks a couple scenarios in which they have to choose from. Ready or not, here we go. I got a few of them for, from this episode. Um, One is okay, you guys created like the worst painting in the world. And it was videotaped. All right. Would you rather have that footage posted on the internet on TikTok trending, or would you rather have your face and the painting on a billboard in Times Square? TikTok trending. Hmm. I can make some money off of that. Good point. Why is my face in a billboard in Times Square? Why not? I mean, do Would I get money from it? Do I get like, do I get paid? Did someone pay me to put my face up there? You got to pay for that kind of ad space. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm it makes my, it makes, it makes, it makes a difference okay. to me. Because I, I agree right. with Logan. I think I could turn it into a brand. I mean, First off, you I'm don't the, get, you I'm don't the get any money off of TikTok. I'm the TikTok you bad get... art. I, no, I could, you know, but you could make it a brand and be a, you know, whatever. And be like, I'm the bad artist. Pay me, blah, blah, blah. You pay ad space or whatever. Paint whatever. a bad painting with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do you something don't... stupid. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't matter. I, I'm not a bad, I'm not a good artist anyway. So. Yeah, throw that shit up there. On TikTok or the billboard? On, On TikTok. Why? Why? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Fine. Would you rather paint a painting with Bob Ross or... Yep. That one. All right, fine. I won't even move on. <laughs> no, let's go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> or do a pottery sculpture with Patrick Swayze. No, Bob Ross. Logan's thinking about it. I'm going to pick oh. Bob Ross. Oh, <laughs> there I'm is no Bob. question. I want to make pottery with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Next would question. You, would, would you definitely do the whole scene, ghost scene with Patrick Swayze? I have Unchained Melody queued up right now. Let's fucking go. Nice. <laughs> Is Patrick Swayze in the room with us now? <laughs> you don't put baby in the corner. <laughs> dude, I would love to paint paintings with Bob Ross because I bet that dude gets high as a mother. <laughs> <laughs> on on uh, on the day of our Lord four twenty. <laughs> Last one. Uh, would you rather? be like the nude model for a college class for arts you know they got paint and nude that sort of deal or would you rather have your full nude body painted and you have to walk around the city block <laughs> that's funny um i think i would i would be okay posing for college art students they would respect my body Walking around, strolling around the city block. Really? <laughs> Nobody pays it. Nobody's gonna. Most people won't give a second look. I was and honestly you, thinking the and, same. And you're, thing. and they're never gonna see you again. Like, and you don't have to just stand there awkwardly honestly, and have people look at you while they're painting. You have to be in that. Yeah, you have to be in that same pose for almost a good for couple a hours, right? Well, I think they, I think they do like a pose, like a few pose. I don't know. I think they yeah, do like a pose they... for a while, and then they do another pose for a while. Yeah, I could never sit still like that. I'll yeah, do the city no. block as well. Give me the body paint in the city block. Yeah, most people I... are just gonna most people are just gonna go about their day and be like, huh, I'm oh, not him again or anything. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, was that dude painted? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got a different color this week. <laughs> I I mean. I would encourage the art students to to really accentuate my roles, and I would sit in an unflattering position like this. <laughs> Man, if, if, I, if I was in the, that class and they had to paint me nude, I would just stick out my beer gut and just be. <laughs> <laughs>
What did you do this week, class, to creep yourself? <laughs> Each week, skirt. Now comes the time where we all show in hell something we treated ourselves to this week. Um, anybody dying to share? I'll be honest. I felt like we just talked. So I, no I know idea. it's I been know. it's been a <laughs> few not... short days, and the other thing is, is my uh, my creep yourself was uh, jam packed last week, and so this week I really kind of just took a break. All right, I'll start it off. All right, Naderade. So last week I talked to you guys about me getting a weed whacker. Ah uh, yes. Well, this week I got my leaf blower. Ah. And this bitch is powerful. Did you uh, take it out for a spin? I did. Dude, oh, okay, so it's it's a big leaf blower. It's really, like, it's deceiving to look at it. But when you hold it, it's actually what very light. Pound <laughs> <laughs> <Found> them. <laughs> oh, so you're good with that joke, but not with the clams. Got it. Oh, my God. Keep so, going. So tell us, yeah, tell us, Naderade, would you rather whack your weed or blow your leaf? <laughs> Both at the same time. <laughs> That's not an option. <laughs> Fine. I'll whack my weed. <laughs> whack the weed here on 420. Um, yeah, no, this thing is pretty, pretty powerful. I, li I like it a lot. Very light. And I was, I had my dog out there and I was like, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. Cause that sounded really dirty in my head. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're blowing leaves on her. Totally. That's what I was doing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I watched evil dead 2013 this week. First time watch. No, I've, I've watched it a good many times. But it was just a nice, it was, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's like Sacred a remake. Fight. It's a remake done right. Like, I mean, it, the writing is, isn't great. It's honestly just your typical Evil Dead movie. I don't really care for the characters, but they just go for the gore and the violence and they, everything's, nothing's, they don't hold back on it. It's pretty great. It, yeah love it yeah all right that's like a, a comfort watch for us and i i think i shared this in the slack earlier too it's like a an initiation movie like one of the mm -hmm. first few times that a friend comes over to our house diego will just like turn on this evil dead 2013 and all of us just kind of sit there and the friend is normally like damn y'all watch some fucked up shit <laughs> it is fucked up and then they it's come over again <laughs> yeah god the practical effects in it are just, they're really good. Yeah, okay. Just watch, everybody go watch Evil Dead from 2013. Yeah, you'll prepare be, you'll yourself. Be, you'll be happy. <laughs> I will uh, out your soul, Dad. <laughs> God, that's such a good quote. That's so fucking good. <laughs> and that ending. I love that ending. All right, enough about that. I don't want to give out any spoilers. But we could. Um, <laughs> uh, last thing, Dots pretzels. Have you guys ever had Dots pretzels? Uh, only Auntie Anne. Auntie Anne, okay. So Aunt Dots, Annie. So Dots pretzels, they have a new flavor out. It's really great. It's called cinnamon and sugar. And it's, honestly, it's like you're taking... Cinnamon Toast Crunch and eating that cereal right from the box. It is so Ooh. delicious. I, uh, so during work today, I had to stop at a hardware store and a coworker went with me and we were talking about Dots pretzels. And this specific hardware store is always packed with Dots pretzels in them. So he's like, I'm going to get some. And I told him about this new flavor. And I told him about it, said the same thing that it's like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's like, oh, I'll have to try that. He got it. And from, he started eating it. And from the hardware store to our shop, 
It's about a 10 minute drive. And he had that bag almost fully empty by the time we got to the shop. It was, so he really liked them. <laughs> so yeah, try yourself some Dots pretzels that are cinnamon sugar flavored. I'll, uh, I'll have to hit those up because I love cinnamon sugar flavored stuff. And I love cinnamon toast crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, is there anything else, Naderade? Nope, that's it. Um, okie dokie. Well, I can go. Um, the main thing that I creeped myself to was uh, my watch of everything everywhere all at once for Anna's cast. Uh, we're gonna mm-hmm. record tomorrow. Um, I still cry like a bitch that whole movie. Like, I've seen it three times now, and every sure. single time I watch it, I I love that fucking movie. If you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend it. And like this third watch for me also was great because I finally started to recognize like just a lot of little details about it. And like I found all the director cameo, not all of them. I found a bunch of the director cameos because they do a few that are pretty fucking funny. Um, anyway, uh, that movie's incredible. And I, I cannot wait to talk about it for a podcast. And I'm actually really excited about that. Um, and then, uh, uh, that's about it. Uh, Mother Nature gave me my monthly gift. <laughs> so, that's all for creepy stuff. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> Good for me. <laughs> um, all right, Thon, um, anything at all? No. Nah, I got nothing. Um, the, the thing that I forgot is that I got some Reese's Cups this week, too. Um, Reese's Cups, I've already eaten the whole six-pack. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I can't help it, man. They just, they, they do something to me. Um, all right, well, are we ready to move into our weekly seance? Do you hear the spirits calling? <laughs> I guess we're ready to move into our weekly seance. Patrick Swayze, come to me! Okay. <laughs> Okay, class, the time has come for us to join hands, see if we can reach anyone on the other side. Um, Oh, wise spirits from above and below, if you have anything to say to us, speak now. Casey has something she would like to say. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, if you would like to reach us, you can email us at ghoulishuniversity at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ghoulishuni, Instagram at ghoulishuniversity, and make sure to study up for next week's episode, season three, episode nine, Undertaking Parlor. Anything else for the class, boys? Nope. All right, clams dismissed. Clap your clams. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie.